He let the cat out of the bag. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, You Get What You Get, by Julie Gasman, illustrated by Sarah Horn, published by Picture Window Books. You Get What You Get is a tale about a young squirrel who has two different personalities, one when he's at school and one when he's at home. One day he slips up at home and admits to why he's so different at school. Will the squirrel learn to be respectful in both environments? Well, no need to bring nuts. This squirrel already is. We begin on a little squirrel named Melvin. We learn that if Melvin doesn't get exactly what he wants, he throws a temper tantrum. And we see him throwing fits over things, like not getting a cookie that's the same as his sister's, losing in a board game, and not getting the backpack with dinosaurs on it. Yeah, this kid is a terror. He's worse than Alec Baldwin yelling at anyone and everyone. The only thing he hasn't done yet is shoot someone. I'm shocked I haven't seen his parents discipline him once. Put this kid in his place. Yep, this family needs help, especially Melvin. Quote, No, Melvin did not deal well with disappointment. And this is why he hated his teacher's favorite rule. You get what you get, and you don't throw off fat. End quote. You'll get nothing and like it. This teacher sounds like a real a-hole. What happens if he misgrades your test? I guess you're stuck with the incorrect grade, destroying your chances of getting into the college you had your sights on. This rule doesn't really teach proper discourse. People should be able to debate and form proper arguments to stick up for themselves and their views. I just noticed a couple things about this teacher. He's an owl. Don't they prey on squirrels? Maybe this guy shouldn't be allowed within 10 feet of these students. Not to mention, we know he's an insecure douche, because he still hasn't taken off his graduation cap. This guy is way worse than the people who get their diplomas framed and put them up in their office so everyone knows where they graduated from. He's clearly overcompensating. That's how we know this guy isn't smart. He thinks by not changing out of his graduation gown, he'll keep the perception going that he's a scholar. You know, he doesn't have to keep the cap on to let us know he's an overeducated, talentless scholar. It's simple. Just grow a ponytail, walk around in chakas, and shop at Whole Foods. It's like, tell me you've never had a jab without telling me you never had a jab. Anyway, now I'm super confused. I don't know who to root for. The future felon, or the weirdo teacher who gets his rocks off bossing around little squirrels. Well, because of that rule, Melvin has to keep everything bottled in. That doesn't seem too healthy. One day the squirrel is going to crack, and we might have to look at this teacher as being a part of the problem. Ow, oh, you're upset? Well, bottle it up, and then go home and take it out on your family! I think we solved the reasons behind this squirrel's very different behaviors at school and at home. We can pack it up, and go home. But, I guess we'll finish the review.
After a terrible day at school, Melvin reminds himself he can let it all out when he gets home. That night, instead of doing schoolwork, he and his sister get in a fight over which movie they should watch. I'm guessing his parents know he's going nowhere fast. That would be the only way to explain that. The two of them go back and forth. Sounds like this quick temper is a family trait. And then Melvin blurts it out. Quote, Too bad. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Said Melvin. Everyone stopped and looked at Melvin. End quote. Well, shit. He slipped up. That's about as bad as people saying, My body, my choice. Forcing everyone to get vaccinated. Well, his family asks him to repeat it, and then they bring up scenarios where he's thrown a fit in the past. This is what you call a cell phone. This guy is getting destroyed using his own words. Then he tries to use some word gymnastics and bumbles around trying to get out of it, like a classic politician. But clearly this doesn't work, and he just buries himself deeper. His parents decide they're going to make you get what you get and don't throw a fit a rule at home too. What the hell are these animals thinking? This poor guy, he's a ticking time bomb, and I'm glad I'm not going to be around when he goes nutty. The story comes to an end on the whole family watching his sister's movie, and you can see Melvin with a crazy smirk on his lips, trying to keep his composure and hold it all in. That is one ominous ending. Well, I get respecting what your parents say, and I do to this day, for the most part. And I understand not throwing fits over spilled milk, to use a cliche line myself, and I think both of those are important lessons to learn. But this moral is majorly wrong in two different ways. You can pick which one is worse. First, I explained earlier, this teaches us, the readers, not to debate, not to form valid arguments, and to just shut up and take what's handed to us. And don't fight back, even if we've been wronged. No, if something bothers you, you just have to bury it deep down inside. There's only one person I know who can bury their emotions and live a healthy life without exploding. And that's me. At least so far. But for everyone else, there are healthy ways to release anger and stress. The fact that this book doesn't teach you any of those ways is probably the reason why I'm so disturbed by this read. The other part that's perplexing is it seemed these parents didn't want to parent. They just let their kid throw temper tantrums and waited for the school to try and fix it. It's shocking to me that this was the first time his parents tried to correct the behavior at home. That's not healthy either. Somehow I knew Ms. Gasman would have a sense of humor. I do think it was a funny idea telling people to shut up and take it. And if you take this with a grain of salt, you might enjoy it. But if you dive deeper and really dissect the book like we do here, you'll find there is so much wrong with the whole thing. Sarah's illustrations, I feel like I've seen before. They were very comic booky, but I think it was her illustrations that kept this one lighthearted. As far as the rating goes, Ms. Gasman and Ms. Horn will get what they get, and I better not hear any complaining from anyone. Got it? So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book 
a 2.3. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for another bite, cause that's what they gave me. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.